0: Can't wait. Predictions people made. What year was this, uh, Sean? Uh, in 19, 1989. Yeah, 89. People made predictions of what the uh, a typical home would be like in the year 20 and 20. And yes. uh, looking at the calendar. Hey, hey, that's this year. In the year 2020. Uh, what else do we have going? Did they predict
1: electric cars were going to be popular? Tesla is now the most valuable car company in America. That's amazing.
2: I should have held on to my stock
1: idiot tesla's market capitalization is 93 billion compared to 50 billion for gm and 37 billion for ford i don't quite know what that means
0: uh stock price uh, multiplied by stock shares but but why does tesla have so much money the future the, the future, future. kinda like early investors in apple were more investing in steve jobs than any individual product i think there's people who just want to be investors in whatever Elon Musk is involved in.
1: Obviously, if you look at the number, there's gazillions more GM and Ford vehicles out there.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, this is not being based on the, the profitability of Tesla. This is based on investors. Buying into the the cult of Elon, for lack of a better term.
1: Everybody putting down their deposit on that uh, crazy, uh, what is that that truck called? Oh, the Cybertruck. The Cybertruck. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He
0: was driving around town with that, uh, I think it was last week I saw a video of him in it. Oh, I want one of those. It looks so big.
1: But they don't start making them until the end of next year. Oh, that's fine. They'll start making them the end of 21.
2: I'll beat a few more miles out of my car.
1: I've been pimping uh,
2: Tesla like Don King for years, and they still haven't sent me one, so I'm out. Forget it. Sell your own cars. (laughs) Sell your own cars. I try to prostitute myself and nobody's buying.
1: Can you imagine how that makes me feel? I try to violate FCC laws and nobody will even help.
2: One more note on the fake news. Uh, It goes around the world much, much more quickly and and successfully than the truth, according to a giant new study of Twitter, which just reinforces ancient wisdom. Um, They point out, and the story looks at um, you know, sometimes when I hear fact check and fake news, I know it's going to be, from CNN's point of view, wildly left. But this is very balanced and well-written. And um, and they give uh, a, an example of a pro-Donald Trump story that was very, completely true that got 1,300 shares or retweets. And then a completely false Donald Trump story that got not 1,300, but 38,000 um, by the same users. Uh, And they mentioned, first, fake news seems to be more novel than real news, partly because it's designed to catch your attention. Um, And fake news evokes much more emotion than the average tweet. Research created a database of words that Twitter users use to reply to the 126,000 contested tweets, then analyzed it with the -the state-of-the-art sentiment analysis tool. Fake tweets tended to elicit words associated with surprise and disgust ah. while accurate yeah, tweets surprise and disgust right while accurate tweets summoned words associated with sadness and trust. That's what we were when we worked. We did mornings at that rock station right, surprise and disgust in the morning <laughs> a surprise whoa I'm, I'm just... disgust <laughs> right man, we
1: made a lot of money back in those days, <laughs> anyway, so that's why it is with our surprising, disgusting brand of rock humor. Oh, man. Um, So uh, uh, back this up again. Who was making these predictions about what life would be like in 2020?
0: Uh, So this was uh, 1989. I remember 1989. I do, too. Your tech writers of the day. They kind of uh, brought them all together and and, uh, put together this little uh, jaunty video uh, describing their predictions. Oh, and it sounds like this. Already, so yeah. 1989. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, is that supposed
1: to be the music of 2020? We're going to be listening to this this space music then. I'm...
3: What are going to be the biggest changes in our homes by 2020? Will the house of the future protect the environment? And what new technology do researchers think we'll be living with? Well,
1: will we be able to... to see hardcore pornography on our watch? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: will
0: audio have nothing but mid-range? <laughs> what is going on with that voiceover? This seems to be a recording of a recording of some sort. Okay. Okay.
3: Living with. Well, we've been talking to some of the people who've been thinking about the home of the future. Christine McNulty. I started the Home of the Future project to find out what people will want from their homes. They'll want all the benefits of modern technology, but without all this cluttered and complex gadgetry that we have today. Right. They'll
2: want homes.
3: Here's one work. thing
1: that will happen in the future. People will talk a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, baby the,
2: point. <laughs> the pace. I tell you what. She's right so far. The pace of 1989 was too slow. Because I remember my old stereo slash AV cabinet that had 11 different components and more cords than a nuclear submarine you know has hidden in the uh, the ceilings. Um, just to get the various forms of entertainment. Now it's incredibly simple.
3: They'll want homes that work for them. By 2020, all of this will be possible. We'll have things under control without all of these knobs and buttons. And what's more, the technology itself will be embedded in the very fabric of the house and its furnishings.
4: So
2: far, so good.
3: So the idea is, once all the clutter of technology has gone, you'll be able to furnish your rooms in any style you like. You won't actually be able to
4: see the technology, but it will be there, doing its job without getting in your way. That means the lights automatically switch off and on as you walk between rooms. And the home learns how bright you like them. A simple command gives you music, perhaps piped in from a sound library. Bark, please. No
1: more powerpoints. I thought he said bark, please, (laughs) bark like a dog. Bath, please, and then uh, of course, uh, orchestral music
0: plays because you're that sort of person, I guess.
1: Come on, it's 1989, Jamie, some Motley (laughs) Crew. Powerpoints,
0: plugs become. Oh, so powerpoints or plugs? He kind of explains. Uh, His his demonstration of this is essentially everything would be powered via like a a, a magnet. So he had a hair dryer for some reason. He was in the living room, still traditional power cord, but he just placed the magnet on the wall, anywhere on the wall, and the power would come from it.
4: Ah. No more power points. Plugs become pads, picking up power from anywhere on the wall. And even windows... Will take an active part in the home, according to another researcher. So, a simple command could turn a window into a wall, and you could decorate it how you want. Or it could be a television or a computer screen. Well, that may be a little futuristic or too expensive for most people, but there's one area where homes are going to have to change.
3: There will have been enormous pressure on us to cut down on our burning of fossil fuels to protect the environment. Now
1: nah, we're fine. Boy, even in 89.
3: That energy management in our homes will become of critical importance. Yeah. There are already materials that can help. This honeycomb material is being used on the outside of a building in Strathclyde to heat it by trapping the energy and diffuse daylight as it hits the walls. Boring. And aerogel, <laughs> this is aerogel here, is a form glass with a similar structure at a microscopic level. It can do the same job but it'll be thinner and transparent. Never heard and of it. And if that. these two things become widely used by 2020, they the coatings could one day reduce heating bills almost to zero and help to cut down our use of
4: fossil fuels. Hey, baby, the buy Apple key. stock.
0: You'll thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> the other
4: key is for the home to use more energy more intelligently. The heating system could learn your daily routine. Yes. Not only heat the rooms that you'll be using. The living room would be at just the right temperature as you come downstairs.
1: That's kind of interesting I, that uh, that we had the desire for the Internet of all things. Yeah. Of course, just, you know, timed thermostats took care of that also. Right. Yeah. And the whole
2: light walking in, walking into the room, the lights turn on and off. We've, we got that. I don't, I'm not
0: that big a fan. It's all right. <laughs> they I mean. nailed the voice-activated music library of oh, all yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: And the fact that there would not need to be a box for every conceivable yeah. source of entertainment. That's pretty good. There's only like 10 more seconds here. The people but are seem like five the minutes. home we'll be living
3: right. in, in thirty years assure us that we can take as much or as little of this technology as we like. <laughs> False. The crucial point is that there'll be no single home of the future. There'll be millions of different ones.
0: That'll all look exactly the same.
3: But
2: in the home of the future, we'll flip 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 through shallow entertainment until we're suicidal with despair. We will have no relationships with real humans. We will slave over our screens and worship them like gods
1: and the current billionaire we look at in our people magazine will be president of this country
2: and that automatic switching on light switch well that's run by china and they're looking through it at you and taking our nation's secrets
0: I feel they were also kind of close on the windows that can be many things, like a window could be a wall or a TV screen or a computer screen. We've got kind of the hybrid TV-computer screen thing happen, we just haven't really incorporated the window aspect yeah, of it. It,
2: it, I've never known anybody who says, you know what I don't like about this house? Too many
0: windows. There's too much light. I see too much of the outdoors. Nobody's ever said that. I'm worried about <laughs> the people seeing in, though. I spend a lot of naked time. And it, <laughs> if I guess you you're a naturalist. Lines. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was open for more hovercraft, and yeah, it was a somewhat toilets that could diagnose your, your diet problems. we sort of will
0: thing. ride horses and dominate us all. <laughs> the, the silliest <laughs> thing was the the magnet outlet, but I was actually pretty impressed with the things they got fairly close
1: without yeah. without any conception of the internet at yeah. that
0: time. Uh,
2: I'm still amazed and uh, semi horrified by the idea of cordless charging. Which is a step beyond what they were saying. You just put the magnet anywhere on the wall and you can run your hair dryer. Why would you have to go to one tiny little point where right. the electricity is delivered? Hmm. Now we have, it's even better than that. It's probably giving us all brain cancer, but eh, we'll almost,
1: figure that almost out. almost certainly is.
2: Yeah, you just put your phone kind of near that thing over there and it'll charge up fine. Right. Seems odd to
1: me. Uh, well, I'm sure they've, I'm sure they've tested it on monkeys or something. <laughs> Um, we should bring you up to speed on what's going to happen with the impeachment. Friday is going to be as dramatic a day for real as you practically get in government. The Bolton thing is indefensible.
2: The idea that, oh, they need to call John Bolton. That is indefensible well, you need, and nobody's saying it.
1: You only need four people to go along with it and it's going to happen. And that Four one, heroes, Jack! And that argument on Friday afternoon is going to be something to follow. We'll explain all that coming up.
4: The Armstrong and
2: Getty Show. I'd like to hear from John Bolton, and I think uh, the idea that's been expressed in the media about having each side be able to choose a witness or maybe more than one witness um, on a paired basis um, has some merit.
1: So the breaking news yesterday afternoon was Mitch McConnell told his group we don't have the votes right now to stop witnesses from happening. A poll came out yesterday should witnesses be allowed to testify in the impeachment trial? 75% of Americans say yes, including half of Republicans. Um I don't know how you don't go forward with witnesses when you got those numbers there in the polls. Um Mitt obviously said he's a yes, a couple of others have hinted yes. Lindsey Graham said, if it's yes, we're not just doing one or two, we're doing a lot.
2: Yes. That's just fine.
1: How about my entertainment (laughs) needs, Lindsey? Yes. So they're doing two days of questions. They got 16 hours of questions right now, and you only get a five minute answer. So I'm giving you. That should be plenty. I'm guessing a minute for the question, five minutes for the answer. That's six. Said you'd be 10 an hour, (sighs) you'd get 80 a day. 160 questions today and tomorrow.
2: Wouldn't you be down to what's your favorite
1: color? Right, that's what I'm saying. Why'd you choose that tie? It doesn't really go with your jacket. Well, my wife really thinks orange looks good on me. I mean, 80 uh, questions. 160, if they use the whole five minutes for the answer, it could be shorter than that. Yeah. So 200 questions? There can't be 200 questions, can there? But anyway, so after they do that the next two days, Friday's going to be drama, man. Who's going to vote and how? And it could end like that. The impeachment itself. The ends, whole I mean. thing could end. Okay. If they don't get, if there's if maybe Mitt you know, gets talked out of it, whatever, mm-hmm. and there aren't enough Republicans to side with the Democrats. No witnesses. Okay, let's go directly to the articles of impeachment. No, no, it's over. Good night, everybody. See you on Monday. It's over. You, the great populist, uh, often
2: point out that it doesn't matter if people are mistaken. If they believe something, they will vote accordingly. But I will point out that uh, the vast majority of the people answering that poll have no idea the significance of of their answer. For instance, if the Senate votes yes, uh, we'll go ahead and call a handful of people, uh, Bolton, McIlvaney, Hunter Biden, and uh, and whatever, I don't know, whomever else. Shaquille O'Neal, to tell us about what a great cat Kobe was. A number of those witnesses, specifically Bolton and uh, McIlvaney, have enormous executive privilege issues. And the White House can quite legitimately do what they started to do when the House talked about calling those guys. They requested them. The White House said, oh, we have some serious executive privilege issues. We need to adjudicate this. Adam Schiff and the Democrats said, all right, then never mind. We're not calling Bolton. Okay? That hasn't gone away. The White House can still say there are enormous issues here. We need to have adjudicated. And weeks would pass. Maybe the uh, Supreme Court would would do it on an expedited basis, but many, many days would go by while all of this is being fought over. And it would stretch it, and it would stretch it, and stretch it. And I'm here to tell you, that's precisely what the Democrats want. And
1: and it's the they Kavanaugh want it to, strategy. They want to stretch it out?
2: Yeah, because the longer they can stretch it out, the, the longer time they have for, for instance, Michael Avenatti to come forward with some lunatic who dominates the headlines in the New York Times and the Washington Post and all the alphabet networks for three days and batters Trump all uh, as we go toward the election.
1: There is a Supreme Court ruling from back in the day that would lead you to believe. Well, precedent is the Supreme Court le- stays out of it. And lets the Senate make this decision. And they mm-hmm. say it's your call. If you got the votes, do it. If you don't, you don't. On executive privilege. So um It's well, it's gonna be exciting and to see who goes and who doesn't. There was reporting in the dispatch yesterday I mentioned that they said Republicans are trying to come up with enough that they don't like make it by one vote. There's plenty of there's a big pad.
2: Right. You it's know. either a landslide or it doesn't happen.
1: So you so you can't point mm-hmm. to one person or a couple of people to blame. Mm-hmm. For hardcore Trump supporters, I don't know. It's going to be exciting to see how it goes. Yeah. I think. I, I just wonder what it's going to feel like if it just ends Friday afternoon, just over. He's not. In, he's not getting thrown out. It's over. Yeah. What well, are the? What are the? I, I want to. I'm going to have my DVR rolling on CNN, MSNBC, because uh, I want to hear what they uh, say. If you thought Rachel Maddow freaked out when
2: Trump won. This one's going to be rich. it just ends all of a sudden with yeah. n-
1: neither sound nor
2: fury. Well, it'll be like the uh, Bush-Gore decision in 2000. We'll be hearing about it for the rest of our lives. And people with wildly distorted you know, descriptions and then opinions and the rest. And that's just the nature of things.
1: To what extent is McConnell going to try to um, uh, get these people on board? Will he offer them things? I don't know. They,
2: there might be fairly widespread agreement that, no, it'll probably look better we call these people and then still vote to get rid of them. We're better off doing that.
1: Who knows? You do open up a can of worms, you get Bolton up there because nobody knows what he's up to.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: The state of Vermont is considering allowing drivers to put emojis on their license plates. Yeah. No. This is going to make police chases a whole lot weirder. <laughs> I'm going to need backup. We're in hot pursuit of a stolen vehicle. License plate. Dancing lady. Peach. Eggplant. Monkey device covered. I need mean ears covered. with oh, the has gone. Forget it. He's gone.
2: I didn't actually hear
1: some of the things he was saying over
2: the shrieks of delight, but that's pretty funny.
1: The shrieks of delight. Speaking of shrieks of delight, you're going to hear them Friday morning when Michelangelo brings in his famous Super Bowl cheese dip, and I cannot wait. I'm already powering up for that, and I just saw this on Good Morning America. This Super Bowl used pork rinds instead of tortilla chips. Oh,
2: yes, please. (laughs) You want me to bring pork rinds in? I will. I don't know. Heck yeah, chicharrones. I prefer the Spanish pronunciation. I don't know if I've ever had one. Either or otherwise, it's cultural appropriation. Back the first time I did the Atkins diet and Jude and I were hardcore uh, low-carbonate for snacks. Yeah, I got into pork rinds. She thought they were too gross. How
1: have you never had a pork
2: rind? They sound gross. (laughs) You ought to meet my wife. Oh, you have met my wife. Uh, they're they're yummy. They're yeah. salty they? and pork. Heck yeah!
0: All right, I'm bringing some oh, chips yeah. and pork rinds. Especially like with a cold beer. Oh what, my god! What is a rind? I don't. Know. It's it's like pig uh, ear. What is it? No, that's what you dogs don't want chew to want. know. It's, it's part it's, of the pig
1: like, right behind okay, the knee. See that there, the, that answer right there. You don't want to know. It's like that's, hot dogs. That's why don't I have, ask. <laughs> they're they're like puffy. Puffy's not a good word. You got to come up with more d- delicious sounding words than puffy. <laughs>
2: Crunchy. Well, they're they're not like, are fine, but They're not like not a frito. Good.
1: A frito is very dense.
2: Oh, they're like uh, the, the consistency of the big cheetos. Okay, those cheese, were, cheese puffs. puffs. Cheese puffs. puffs. Thank you.
1: Why don't we just eat well, those? What did I say? Cheetos. They're, they're, did I say puffy? I don't bring in cheetos. What too. did I say? You said puffy.
2: Puffy like cheese puffs. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Anyway, <laughs> spread out. <laughs> Very three, three stoogesy conversation. No, but so they have the consistency, but they taste vaguely of pork, and they're salty. Vaguely, vaguely of pork. pork. This
1: yeah. is <laughs> not a, This is your attempt to
0: get me to want yeah. to eat them. You right? cannot
1: go to work for the marketing department <laughs> at a pork rind corporation. Oh. Your salesmanship on this is terrible. Oh, I love oh that they're porfy and vaguely porky. And oh you'll, no! You'll <laughs> no, it's a non-carb
0: uh, dip gatherer. Oh, it's fabulous. Are they good raw? Because I tend to... Oh, yeah.
1: To... Okay. Oh, yeah. Strong snack. So I was just walking down the hall, and our boss, who runs a number of radio stations, said, it's not going to end on Friday. I said, do you think they're going to do witnesses? He said, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I, don't, I don't really have any idea. He doesn't either. Really? but. I just I don't know. I don't know uh if 75% of America thinks there should be witnesses including half of Republicans, I think you got to satisfy that crowd. Here's or, the other or thing. Or the blowback is going to be brutal. Here's
2: the other thing Americans don't understand. Yes in the Clinton impeachment there were witnesses. They were all witnesses that had previously testified to the House. And they wanted a little more out of. They were not brand new on the scene Perry Mason surprise witnesses who allegedly have something naughty in a book that's not out yet. It's just ridiculous,
1: this Bolton stuff. It's indefensible. But I do think the blowback on 75% of America wanting witnesses is going to be rough. and And there's no denying that. You're right. And so, what is Bolton up to? That's what I can't figure out. I talked about this earlier. It's worth saying over and over again, dude, if you've got something important enough that the president should be removed from office for the first time in our nation's history, how about you come out to a microphone and tell us today instead of waiting till a book comes out? Right. Or you should have told us when it happened oh my God. back in June. If it was so consequential, you think a president should be removed over it, be a patriot and tell us all then. Or do you just put it in a book and wait till it comes out in March because that maximizes the dollars? Yes. Which is it?
2: So- well, that's 100% what's happening, and it just occurred to me. The mysterious, almost five-week delay. John Bolton told Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, my book is coming out first of March. I'm not saying a word until my book is on the shelves. I will testify for you after my book comes
1: but out. But I want to profit from it. That makes him one of the worst people in American history, if that's what he actually did. I,
2: I would I would willingly wager a huge amount on that
1: proposition. It explains so much. That would make him one of the worst humans in political history. Seriously. You think it's such a big deal. We have such a rogue in the White House. It's so dangerous he's got to be removed. But only if I profit from it am I going to tell you about it? Nobody
2: really thinks that, honestly. I don't think there are maybe three politicians in all of D.C. that actually are sincere about that. The rest of them are just looking for political advantage. They they act like Trump is going to end
1: democracy. They say it all the time. That's ridiculous. Well, and what's funny is all these Democrats thought Bolton was going to end democracy up until right. a couple of months ago. Now he's a hero. Do you remember when he was announced as a national security advisor? Oh, my God, the cable channels went crazy with, well, this is it. This is the end of it. There's nothing stopping World War Three at this point. Right. Um. He's hired the craziest Trump, person out there. Then Trump got rid of him because he was too uh, hawkish. So yeah, it's it's all. But, so what's Bolton's play then for maximizing money? Assuming he is being cynical, and I think he is. I don't understand how he sells books if he if he gets if they vote yes on witnesses and he testifies <laughs> sometimes next week. Cat's out of the bag. Why well, is he going to buy the book?
2: I told you that. He's not going to testify till after the book is released. Well,
1: how does he do that? How, how, how does he make that There work? are a
2: hundred ways to make that happen. Oh, he claims he's sick. My, or... It doesn't, yeah, my schedule, uh, I will, uh, you know, I'm happy to appear, but uh, I'm busy until the 2nd. The
1: book's out in March. He can't or delay for... I'm t- still talking to my lawyers
2: about executive privilege. I would never betray the vows I took and the oath I signed, uh, I think,
0: around the 2nd of March. You think he can kill a month doing that? Uh, I, th- I think pre-orders are already a thing. I think if he goes up and testify... I don't think that... Him him testifying will uh, quench the thirst of people who want more dirt on Trump. I
1: think his play was he didn't think there would be votes for witnesses. So then the cable news st- the, the 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 whole thing ends Friday. The cable news story going forward is. Wait till the book comes out. There's a buildup of weeks of yep. the bombshell that's in the book. He's already we, had weeks of pub. We didn't get to hear the truth in the in the trial. Wait till the truth comes out. Should there be new articles of impeachment when the Bolton book comes out? Mm-hmm. I mean, the buildup for that will be tremendous. I think he was banking on they vote against witnesses, and he gets to act like, oh, I've got the secret. I got the, the linchpin to this whole thing. And it's coming out? Well, he,
2: he has. He gets to act like the linchpin has the linchpin of the whole thing, whether he testifies or not. I see what you're saying. I mean, if it's totally unheard information... Oh, can
1: you imagine the build-up to that? Well, It'll it's going to be it's like enormous in... anyway. It'll be huge. It already is huge. Again, you're a scumbag for doing this. If it's important... Tell us about it. Comey did the same thing. All kinds of political figures have done the same thing over the years, on both sides. Right. They oh, yeah. tell us these important things when a book comes out. Right. Okay, if it was such a big deal, why didn't you tell us then? Well, you're
2: not cynical enough, though. It's it's They make everything a huge deal. To get your attention, to get you to the ballot box, to scare the crap out of you, to sell newspapers, sell commercials on cable TV, and really very little of it is as huge a deal as they say it is. So he was lying about what a huge deal it is, and now he's screwing around with when he's going to reveal it it's just it's it's a read we need to reread this town by Mark Leibovich about the way washington d c actually functions you can't be cynical enough
1: i didn't like Bolton before Trump hired him or or during or after i'm not somebody who's flipped who loved him when trump I've always thought he was a whack job when I'd see him on those cable shows he's just way too much for me way too far down the road of wanting to force democracies on countries and bomb them back to the stone age.
2: Yeah, I just, he's, yeah he's way too interventionist and, for me too. And but clearly, I appreciate his love of the country, but that's fine. But he's yeah.
1: well, I don't know about that. Mm. If you love your country, tell us what the hell is going on. Yeah. You don't do it for profit. Now
2: I'm not cynical enough. I liked his pretending to care for the country. Or yeah. acting like it in a way that, that the conservative voters lapped
1: up. He always had way too much showbiz in him. You could just see it. He's yeah. just he's got that whole oh, and yeah. we'll tell you right after this I mean, that's not the way you're supposed to run policy. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how this plays out. Does Rudy? Is there, has anybody even mentioned Rudy being called in? Could he be called in to oh, testify? I hope so. so. Oh, that'd be crazy. Oh, I tell man. you, what,
2: Rudy. And oh, Paul- wow. <laughs> Oh, wait a second. Where's that email? God, we got a good email on this I topic. I think Hunter
1: Biden Rudy the same day. We all just take the day off. Oh, yeah. We
2: all just a stay. national holiday. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, a great note here from uh, Ted, who says, if the seal's going to be broken on witnesses, they shouldn't limit it to one-to-one Bolton-Biden exchange. The GOP needs to make it painful for more than just Biden. They need to make it pain for... Painful for the whole Democratic Party, including but not limiting to exposing the years long witch hunt to impeach Trump on whatever they can find, which actually was one of the arguments put forth by the president's team. So this is not out of left field. This is straight out of, uh, you know, the defense team's mouth. Um,. Make it a campaign significant event, that, significant event that will hurt the Dems this fall by exposing their years-long hyper focus on impeachment rather than performing the business of the people. Examples: They need to subpoena the guy who said they need to impeach Trump to keep him from getting reelected. That's Representative Al Green. They need to subpoena the original accuser, the so-called whistleblower. They also need to subpoena Schiff over the whole process of getting the guy to create an impeachable situation that Schiff could then use which is what happened. They worked together on the whistleblowing allegation. They should subpoena Maxine Waters for various rants of trying to impeach Trump simply because she doesn't like him, her promises to impeach the vice president, and her promise to impeach him again if he's acquitted in this one. (laughs) Uh, The others,
0: Rashida Tlaib, AOC, uh, on and on. Uh, Let's get it out! This is going to be good. I don't understand how that would hurt any of them, though. They get to go on a, a larger stage than they normally do and make the speech they've been not, making for years. None
1: of this is going to hurt anybody. No. The needle is not going to move on anyone. Anyway. I would suggest the more you
2: expose Maxine Waters, the
1: worse it is for her. <laughs> All right? It's but everybody else, counter-argument. AOC, she's not going to be called, but if she got called. People who love her would love her more, and people who hate her would hate her more. I mean, that's, the way, real tries. that's yeah. the way it is with all yeah. these people. Yeah, but she got them. I know. <laughs> She'd see her realtor eyes on national TV. Gosh, she got them. I am torn. You know, speaking of being a patriot, I suppose the good patriotic move is I want this thing to be over for me. Um, yeah, I think and we, just
2: get on with the business of the people, and we'll all vote on the guy in November.
1: Yeah, with all this information out, right. Yeah, boy, you got the constitution in one hand,
2: you got entertainment on the other. Stop! <laughs> stop!
4: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong
1: and Getty show. Lang- From somebody who said they're suffering from the Dos Equis virus today. If you know what I mean. So yeah, I've had that. Probably do know what you mean.
0: The Negra Modelo flu. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been struggling to figure out that you know what what should I be doing to take preventative measures for this. And I found I think I found my uh, my routine. I saw this tweet. Uh, there is no effing way I'm letting something called the coronavirus kill me. Yes. I mean, that mindset is the only thing that you need Absolutely. to actually
1: Absolutely. You need have a cooler name than that. I'm not dying from that. Hey, this could <laughs> turn into a horrendous problem, this coronavirus.
2: I will tell you this, though. The flu has killed 8,000 people in the United States so far this flu season. It was 31,000 last year and 64,000 the year before. And most people just kind of, meh, the flu. Right. So, That's you know, listen, sort Let's of my be point, sensible. Yeah. If your Chinese massage lady starts coughing, you know, has a wet cough, <laughs> maybe run for the hills. I don't know. Get out of there. Um, but there's no reason to get overly panicked. We, no. we live with this sort of stuff all the time.
1: Every expert says that. Yeah. Miami has the Super Bowl on Sunday. 49ers, Chiefs, correct? Yeah. Uh, Miami, this will be their 11th time hosting the Super Bowl more than anybody. <laughs> New Orleans is second. Pasadena, California way down at third. Pathetic. And you got a couple. Minneapolis has had it twice. In the dome in the snow. In, yeah, in the dome. Los Angeles has had it twice. Glendale, Arizona's had it twice. Detroit twice. San Diego three times.
2: I really wish it was in uh, Glendale this year. Then I'd go. Miami's just a logistical nightmare. Um, yeah, obviously, given the fact that we are uh, we have an auspicious speaking engagement Saturday night.
1: Yeah, obviously, if you were in San Diego, you'd be there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, dir, da, de, what was it? Oh, Miami, also the clear
2: leader in another Super Bowl category, Jack. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. Players arrested. Actual participants, arrest. players lose their minds when they go to Miami.
1: Isn't that where the Oakland Raiders guy dis- was? That a New Orleans? I think that was or San Diego. That was San Diego. So, oh,
2: San
0: Diego. that's he right. Tijuana. T- right. T-
1: right. That was the whole story. across the border, and yeah, nobody exactly knows what happened.
0: The yeah. the best home court advantage in sports is Miami because of because <laughs> the teams come in the night before, and they may be from Milwaukee or some mid market place out of nowhere. And they got one night to spend in Miami, and you're a twenty-something millionaire. What are you gonna do? Watch Netflix? No, you're gonna go out to the city that never shuts down. Yeah. It's uh, the streets are littered with beautiful, well-dressed people until all hours. South right. Beach,
1: Miami. I did that one weekend. It is flippin' amazing. Mm. Just the weather and the vibe, and it's just it's never pretty incredible. had the
0: pleasure. Yeah, a lot of players with, quote-unquote, flu-like symptoms when they, when they play uh, in Miami. I had the opportunity to go with Jack, but I stayed home to study the Constitution and the Bible.
2: <laughs> I sent you off to Sodom. I hope you had a good time.
1: Maybe you were reading the classic Nathan- Nathaniel Hawthorne novel, The Scarlet Letter. I, which, I have. Which ranked as the least liked classic that you're forced to read in school. Probably because it's miserably dull. Yeah, why did I have to read that as opposed to something else? We didn't read. I didn't read 1984 by George Orwell in high school. I wish I'd have read that instead of the Scarlet Letter. Would have been way better. Yeah, I mean, not only more enjoyable, but more more valuable too. And that's on the list of books that people like. Mm-hmm. Other books people don't like: Moby Dick. Oh. I love the book. Just you got to get rid of that chapter about the individual whales. Boy, I loved it in theory. I found that such a slog. The Pearl by John Steinbeck. I love Steinbeck. I hate that book.
2: I've never Eight, read The Pearl. Little, it's awful. What's it about? An oyster?
1: Your oysters. But your favorite books, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, Gone with the Wind, Pride and Prejudice, they have The Godfather on there. Does anybody read The Godfather in high school? I'm shocked by that. I wouldn't think the so. The movie
0: was so successful, they made a book about it? And The Brothers
1: uh-huh. Karamazov by Dostoevsky, which I'm plowing my way through again right now. Crime and Punishment was one of the most affecting books I ever read. I didn't read that
2: one. What's it about? The Oyster? We've now entered Final Thoughts
1: with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. It's basically three brothers arguing about the meaning of life for a thousand pages. Oh, boy. What it is, most Do they plus. figure it out in the end? Spoiler alert. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought. Well, speaking of the book, from everybody on the
2: crew, there he is. He keeps us on the air. Michelangelo.
1: Michael? Yeah, I'm making my shopping list for the dip here. So, so far, I've got Cheetos for Sean, pork rinds for Joe, and Fritos for Jack. And I know we want
0: some celery and, I guess, special napkins. Do we need special napkins now?
1: Hot cheese dip on Friday morning, Michelangelo's famous recipe.
0: The recipe will be online, and I may have a special additional item for you guys as
1: well. Uh,
2: Michael, to me,
1: a party without
2: themed
0: napkins is no party at all. Positive Sean, Positive Sean, our producer, final thought? Yeah, looking forward to spending some lunchtime with my dad as we head up the driving range and just uh, spend some time together, trying oh, to nice. trying to connect with people more in person as opposed to just via text and digital.
1: Good idea, that's the thing Shaq told us yesterday, that he is going to try to connect with people more, he's certainly going to put to rest grudges and any, you know, slights from people, and he's Held a grudge against him all this time, like he did with Kobe. He said he's not going to do that for the rest of his life. And don't don't hold it. Go ahead and settle the score. <laughs> That's a good lesson for everybody, though. Yeah, it you, really. You is. think you got time for these things? Well, you don't. Is that your final thought? That might as well be. I'm with him. That's my final thought.
0: <laughs> he just copied yours. I had
1: another That's that one. Good. And that I think almost everything that has a build up around Washington DC is overblown and uh, overstated and not as every day's not historic i think friday's afternoon friday afternoons legal wranglings over the witnesses is going to actually be historic i think that's going to be amazing yeah
2: Yep, agreed. Uh, my final thought, actually, speaking of literature, it's it's obvious, but it bears repeating. Read Animal Farm. If you've read it, read it again. It's short, it's easy, it's brilliant. Animal Farm, George Orwell. If you
1: haven't read it, maybe eat Animal Crackers. Stop it. Go to com. Would you
2: all, our podcasts are there. The Daily Podcast, the XL, the One More Thing, it's all there.
1: We're ranked in the top 25 podcasts nationwide. Really?
2: really? We're amazing,
1: aren't we? <laughs> We're amazing. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not
4: say okay. that. I've
0: sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes.
4: <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing.
2: Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
0: be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words
2: it's over for me. Adios mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you
1: want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? <laughs>